0: Ileia é como você é bonito disse vé Ileia é que beleza mais bonita disse pé Ileia é Ileia é como você é bonito disse vé
1: Hello I'm Ken Shirley you're listening to Global Radio This is episode six, focusing on the musics from
0: Brazil. Okay, I'm
1: very excited about this particular episode. A very good friend of mine from high school moved to Brazil, and I credit him with uh, introducing me to a lot of the sounds and rhythms and awesome from Brazilian music. One word that is very important for you to remember is samba, and samba is a term which refers to a lot of different genres of music. Sometimes samba is referred to on its own as, you know, samba music or samba a form of dance. Samba, you can think of it like an umbrella term, and there are several musical movements throughout the 20th century that fall under the the sort of umbrella term, samba. I'm going to back up a little bit before we get into samba specifically and talk about music which is from a Brazilian... It's a form of... It's sort of a fusion of martial arts and dance called capoeira. And capoeira has a a history which is tied in with the slave trade, similar to Cuba. Um, African slaves were brought to Brazil, not by the Spanish in the case of Cuba, but by the Portuguese, uh, especially to work in um, sugarcane plantations. Capoeira developed as a fusion of martial arts, dance, and music, It was a form of physical combat training. It was disguised as a dance or even as a game to avoid being um, suppressed or censored by the Portuguese landowners. And one of the most distinctive sounds that you'll hear in the music for capoeira is an instrument called the berimbau. And the berimbau is fantastic. I've added some, some videos so you can see this instrument. It's a type of musical bow and the origins of this instrument can be traced back to Africa. But the berimbau has evolved in Brazil and is uniquely associated with regional musics of Brazil, especially music that accompanies capoeira. So let's start there with some capoeira music. Okay, let's move on and begin our discussion of samba music. We'll start with a recording of what this is a very early recording, which is called Samba Carioca or Samba from Rio. This piece, I'm actually going to put on the playlist two versions of this piece: the the early recording of a piece called Na Pavuna. Uh, Pavuna is a neighborhood in Rio de Janeiro where African slaves were brought during the 16th to 18th centuries to work on sugarcane plantations and there's an early recording from 1929 and then i'll also post another version from 1957 which is a bit more a bit more jazzed up a bit more produced this is one of the earliest recordings of samba carioca called napavuna And that was a musician from brazil known as Almirante, and the 1929 recording of napavuna the general idea of samba can be traced to several styles which emerged in different regions of brazil and it, there there have been movements especially since the 20th century to create a type of national brazilian music style and lots of the musics that we're going to listen to in this episode, uh, would would qualify as styles of music which have been created specifically to identify as Brazilian. And many of these musics combine elements of traditional music that could be found in, in different areas of Brazil with sounds that have a more contemporary appeal. Dance is certainly an important component, especially with the style of samba that we're going to listen to now, which is called samba batucara. And batucara is a huge... The equivalent that you may have seen in North America is a marching band. But this is a type of marching band just with drums and percussion instruments on a massive scale. There's an annual festival in Rio de Janeiro. Rio hosts something called Carnaval every year. And there's a huge parade and hundreds of samba bands. A lot of the rhythms that you hear in samba batucada are related to rhythms that you could hear later on when we listen to bossa nova and mpb tropicalia but the samba batucada really brings them front and center so let's listen to an example of samba batucada was an example of batucada, a style of um, drumming-oriented samba music. And this is from one of the Escola de Samba, samba schools, which developed in Brazil. Now, the interesting thing about samba is that it started out as a kind of marginalized music. Because it was African-influenced, it was not originally embraced by the Brazilian government as representative of Brazil. And it evolved and became not only extremely popular, but extremely identified with Brazil, to the point where the Brazilian government has sponsored the establishment of samba schools all over the country, which teach the rhythms and the drumming and the dance to young Brazilians, who then compete every year in carnival-like celebrations. It started out just in Rio. But now, in any large city around the world where there's a significant population of Brazilians, you will probably find samba schools and some sort of carnival festivity. Okay, let's move on to a style of music which is known as bossa nova, which means either new wave or new trend. And this is what could be described as an urban variant on the rhythms of samba. And bossa nova was developed in Rio de Janeiro in the 1950s. You'll still hear the rhythms that are familiar from samba batucada, but they've been simplified and slowed down, and the rhythmic patterns have been transferred onto the nylon string guitar. And there's a man named Joao Gilberto, who we're going to hear now, who is credited as one of the innovators in both the guitar style and in this very mellow vocal style of nova. This is sort of lounge samba. It's I don't mean that in a derogatory way, just literally more relaxed, more... Romantic and you know a little more cool. In addition to Joao Gilberto, who we're going to hear on this next track playing guitar and singing, another important innovator is the composer and piano player Antonio Carlos Jobim, who composed many of the most famous bossa nova pieces, and he integrated the influence of jazz chord progressions into the music of bossa nova so we're going to start with you, know, I, you probably have heard this piece before it is uh, been translated into english and became a hit in north america in the 1960s the english translation for this piece is girl from Ipanema." <laughs>
0: Por que estou tão sozinho? Ah, por que tudo é tão triste? Ah, a beleza que existe A beleza que não é só minha Que também passa sozinha
2: so sadly
1: Girl from Ipanema, a classic of the bossa nova genre. The other singer on that track was Astrud Gilberto, who is Joao Gilberto's wife. And it was intentionally designed. This piece, this particular recording, was intentionally designed to be a crossover hit into the U.S. Because it became such a popular tune, it's now there's there's a bit of um, a bit of uh, a fight in terms of who had the brilliant idea to translate the words into English and to have Astrid Gilberto, who was not at that time a professional singer. There was something, though, in the quality of her voice, there was a vulnerability and a certain texture that whoever decided, oh, what we need to do is translate the vocals into English, and I'm sure this will be a hit. And it absolutely was. Astrid Gilberto then went on to have her own career in music and Stan Getz, who is a saxophone player, American jazz sax player who appeared on that track, this song really influenced his own career, and he had a whole sidetrack of sort of jazz samba or jazz bossa nova, and he was, he was really known for that. Okay, let's move on to another movement in Brazilian music. Start with something which I, I think is really interesting, called uh, that became known as Tropicalia or Tropicalismo, and this is considered now a subgenre of MPB, which is Brazilian popular music, música popular brasileira, MPB. But let's talk about Tropicalia. This was an artistic movement. It manifested most publicly in music, but it was also a movement in the visual arts and in cinema. It was an artistic movement that had a specifically political bent to it. It began as a form of artistic protest against the military government which took power in Brazil in 1964. And so many of the lyrics, the content of the songs, uh, were in opposition to this repressive military regime that took over. You will notice the influence of psychedelic music, psychedelic rock music from Britain and the US. This was a huge influence. And in a sense, Tropicalia was kind of an ironic twist on the notion of Brazil as this tropical paradise. This is an intentionally, quote-unquote, modern music with a strong message directly appealing to young Brazilians who felt that the government was not representative of their viewpoint, and this movement of Tropicalia was a way for them to express different ideas, and at the time unpopular ideas with regards to the government. Some members of this movement were put in jail for a few months and deported to London during the late 60s, and we're not able to return to Brazil until sometime in the 70s. Let's start with a piece. I actually love this piece so much. And this, my friend Steve, who uh, moved to Brazil when I was in high school and lived there for a number of years, he would send me back all these great recordings. And this was one of the first ones that I remember getting from him. This is by a musician named Jorge Ben. The piece is called Umbabara Uma, and it's a celebration of a great soccer player from Brazil. This is just a very groovy tune celebrating the awesomeness of this particular Brazilian soccer player. (laughs) And that was a little slice of Brazilian Tropicalia from the mid-60s from Jorge Ben. Brazil, uh, like all of these regions we're looking at, there's too much music and I want to listen to it all and it's impossible. So what I'm going to do to round out this episode is to focus on some more contemporary experimental pieces focusing on one individual, a Brazilian percussionist named Nana Vasconcelos. And I was introduced... To Nana Vasconcelos in the context of sort of a jazz fusion context. Nana Vasconcelos plays many instruments, including the musical bow, the berimbau, and the cachichi, which are these great woven basket shakers which are found in Brazil. But his approach to making sound and making atmosphere is quite unique. What I love about his music is. His voice is as much a part of his percussion as any instrument that he's playing. He will often incorporate sounds which are trying to evoke the rainforest, sounds of animals and birds. And uh, I just I just am really fascinated with Nana Vasconcelos. So I thought I would play a couple pieces or excerpts from a couple pieces from Nana. The first is a collaboration with another amazing set of musicians from Brazil called Barbatuc who are a, they call themselves a body percussion ensemble. They produce all of the sounds, either with their voices or with some sort of, uh, well, body percussion. So, clapping, uh, tapping on the chest. It is a festival of rhythm, and again, in this piece, which is called Tana Hoda, which is a collaboration between Barbatuk and None of Us you can still hear the samba rhythms, but they're mixed with a new kind of groove. This sounds more like funk drumming to me. Anyways, I just I just love this piece. <speaking in Spanish>
3: E tá na na roda, tá na roda, tá. na roda, Tudo começou quando o negão entrou na roda e não quis mais sair. E diz que tudo começou quando o negão na roda e não quis mais sair. diz que tudo
4: começou
3: quando o negão entrando na roda e não quis mais sair. o beber. Combi de Tá na roda, tá na roda, tá na roda o pandeiro, apressar o som da negão sair Saia Pegaram o pandeiro, apressar o som da negão sair Saia Sambaram o viva, viva, viva Sambaram o viva, viva, viva Negão não saiu, o samba melhorou e aqui no pedaço a rapazi cantou. Negão não saiu, o samba melhorou e aqui no pedaço a rapazi cantou. (risos)
1: Okay, Nana Vasconcellos with the group Barbatuk and a piece called Tanah I will leave you with one more piece, again featuring the great percussionist Nana Cancellos. In this case, this is a group called Kodona, which is a trio of musicians, including the avant-garde trumpet player from America, Don Cherry, and another American musician, Colin Walcott, who was a multi-instrumentalist, especially Sitar and Tabla, which we heard earlier in the series from uh, Indian classical music, North Indian classical music. So their group, Kodona, uh, they were... I don't know, this this is an amazing... Amazing experiment. And again, this piece, which was composed by Nanavas cellos, which is called Hey Dabadum, is a synthesis of influences and sounds. You will definitely hear the sound of the Berimbao, which is the first sound you'll hear on the piece. And I don't know, it's hard to explain. Sometimes talking about music like this doesn't really seem to do it justice. So perhaps I will just leave you with this piece which is not technically brazilian music so i'm sneaking it in here just because i think it's amazing however it does feature the great brazilian percussionist none of us can chill us this is the group codona and Badum. <laughs>
5: Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah